Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hey everyone, it's so good to 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 be here. I hope each of you are staying safe and well, and your loved ones too. I know it's been a difficult time, but I've been trying my best to stay positive. I've had a couple of times where I've just had a meltdown where I just cried a little, invented a little, and then I picked myself right back up after about 10 minutes of it because I'm human. But I've got to say, I've really, for the most part, done pretty well considering. Um, I just, you know, I love making people laugh. I'm an aspiring comedian, excuse me, aspiring comedian. And I felt in my heart of hearts that, you know, during this pandemic, it would be good to to actually be more active on social media. And I even uh, have been hosting a fun video series and just acting like a fool, having a blast, just dancing around like a fool or lip syncing like crazy and telling jokes and uh, even doing craft stuff, challenges like make a wreath because I love to crochet. I love to, to make wreaths and uh, made an Easter wreath. And a lot of people um, have been accepting my challenges and made re- door wreaths and other fun stuff. It's been a blast. But tonight we're going to have a great segment. And hold on because uh, Bachelor number one is calling in in just a moment here. Let me get him on air. Hang tight, Jabari. But I just want to let you all know. Uh, what we're going to do here tonight is we've got a really fun-filled two-hour segment. In this first half hour, we're going to jump start with is a dating show. And we already have our first single bachelor here with me. Jabari, you there? I'm here. Hey, Jabari. How you doing? I'm okay. Good, good. All right, so hang tight. Uh, let me just give the listeners an overview real quick to what to expect the next couple hours, Jabari, and then we'll get started with this whole dating stuff. <laughs> so, again, what we're going to do is the first half hour, we've got Jabari as our first bachelor. So if you're a single lady looking for a man, this is my dear friend from college days, Jabari. If you hear me say Jumanji, that's because that's a, a nickname, his endured nickname from day one with our college friends. We call him. His real name is Jabari. He is 44 years old. He is single, uh, he is divorced, and he has a daughter, Sarah, who is a senior in high school this year. Uh, Jabari has this, has had the same job for, how long, Jabari? Have you been at your same job for 20 years now? Um, it's going on 20 years, yeah. 20 years, that's amazing. Okay, be right back. That's amazing, 20 years. I don't know anyone, anyone, especially in my age range and from my old college days that could say they have been at the same company or had the same, you know, job for the last 20 years, that two decades. So there you go. Stability. Obviously, he's a loyal friend because, hello, we've been friends forever since college. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to go over to my Twitter here in just a moment and try to get these single ladies to call in and say hello to my dear friend. I'm going to try to hook you singles up tonight. (laughs) Uh, But we're going to do a variety show because, you know, There's just so much fun stuff to do. So after this dating segment, then we will switch gears for a little bit from, uh, so it's 8 p.m. Central time here. Then at 8.30 to 9 o'clock, we will share life updates. If, you know, I'll share mine, you can call and share yours. And then 9 to 9.30, uh, 
will be a mini talent show. So if you've got talent, you can sing or do spoken word, poetry, you tell jokes, comedy, what have you, or, you know, whatever. Call in, share your talent, perform on air. And last but not least, from 9.30 to 10, as we wind down the last half hour, I will read some excerpts from a couple of my favorite books and maybe even my own book I've been writing for many years that I hope to finally finish by my 46th birthday on July 25th. I can't wait. Um, Yeah. And I hope some of you will call in and share and read excerpts from your favorite books too. Or if you are listening, you're a book author yourself, because I have a few friends that have been guests on the show that are authors themselves, please feel free to call in and read, you know, a page or two from your own your own books. Okay, so let's go back over to the dating show segment. Give me just a moment here. And let me get on Twitter. And Javari, while, uh, while I'm on Twitter over here posting, trying to see if we can get some single ladies to call in and say hello to you, uh, could you share, you know, what what type of lady would you like to date? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. The giggles have begun. I love it. <laughs> well, well, one, I guess whenever this stuff's over, because you know you can't go anywhere really. But mm-hmm. I guess, um, let's see. Number one, they gotta have a sense of humor. They got, you know, it would have to be funny. Um, if they like sports, that's a big plus because I'm a sports nut. Um, obviously they can't be a psych job or psycho or jealous or possessive, obviously. (laughs) Some ladies do get jealous. I'm just saying, and I'm a woman and I'm saying that to be fair. I've been there, done that, but I've gotten better about it now that I've been married many years. But, you know, (laughs) it's hard to find a woman that doesn't get jealous. Well, there's a difference between being y'all a little jealous because I used to, when I was married I kind of got jealous and you get questioned every five minutes who you with all this stuff even though you ain't cheating on nobody so let's see down to earth wouldn't mind you know you know that's kind of it you know down to earth funny like sports you know like to do some things. So, what would be your favorite first date? I know right now we're going through pandemic, stay-at-home orders, but let's just say pandemic's over, everything's open again. What would be your favorite first date after the pandemic? Like a you know new girl, new date. What would be like your dream first date scenario? Well, that's, hey, that's a good one. It's either <laughs> one or two ones. Number one, just a simple dinner, I guess. Or, number two, if she's down for it, I'm kind of one of those that likes the little amusement park things and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my first dates, I went to this place called Adventures Landing, which is like go-karts and putt-putt and arcade and stuff like that. So I kind of like stuff like that, you know. That sounds fun. Yeah. You know, so, so, so you're more like stuff. video games, go karts, just active stuff. You're yeah. not more like let's just chill on the beach or something. 
we ain't got no beaches around here. So. That's true. We don't. That's true. Good point. I love swimming. Swimming is my thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, you know, movies. Like I said, I like to read, but I'm not a big novel person. I like reading about certain things. And movies, I'm more of an action movie person. I'm not a I'm not a chick flick person, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not the biggest movie person, I guess. I guess if I watch a movie, it's got to have some action in it. It's got to mm-hmm. be an action movie, one of those thrillers. You know, action or horror or thriller or something like that. So. Gotcha. Nice. Okay, give me just a moment here. I'm just trying to post on social media. So keep talking, Jabari. Uh, tell us, hmm, I'm trying to think. Okay, so you told us your dream date and you told uh, us, like, you know, kind of like what kind of woman, like you, a funny woman, and you, your first dream date would be like go karts and stuff. Hmm. Yeah. What would be what it would be the one thing that would turn you off? Like like oh no way Jose would not date that kind of woman. Oh well I guess the jealousy I guess would be that. Well first thing is the smoke. Oh they can't and smoke. Oh good one. Well here's a here's the big reason why. My dad passed away a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And he, he, you know, 2010, he passed away over a decade ago. And he passed away lung cancer. And he had smoked for over 30 years. Wow. Uh, and even though we told him to stop that it was going to kill him one day, he didn't, and unfortunately it did. Oh. And I am a big proponent against smoking because, like I said, number one, it, it killed him. And number two, I have asthma. So smoking actually right. kind of bugs me a little bit. And yeah. Well, I don't think it's nasty, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, I mean, I have COPD, and I mean, yeah, I I did date one smoker when I was younger. I had a fling, I guess you could call it, with one smoker, and this is this is so silly even looking back now. I was like, okay, well, I don't really normally date smokers because I have asthma. Now, you know, now I've been married and have COPD in the later years. But back then, I just had asthma, and I hardly ever dated a smoker. I never thought I would, right? And there was this one guy. I can't believe I'm admitting this. Oh, gosh. This fling, you know, the only exception I made was he could only smoke one type of cigarette. So it was the only reason I decided to cave in. Guess what type uh, of cigarettes he smoked? Winston? <laughs> the menthol ones. <laughs> Get it? Oh, gosh. Because, you know, they're supposed to, like, make your breath nicer. <laughs> so I was like, I'll date you as long as you only date those, uh, take those, um, or smoke those menthol cigarettes. So that's that's what we did. <laughs> of course, I still had yeah. asthma issues, and we broke up. But I'm just saying. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was just a but, fling anyway, but to be young again. One, yeah, number <laughs> one, big smoking is a big turn. Okay, so so no smoker and no jealousy. <laughs> well, I don't want to be in possessive psych job. That's you know, no to be jealous, and then you got a little psycho in you, you know. Yeah, um, you're right. I, I I agree with that. I could see that. 
Let's see here. I feel like I need to get on a dating app for you right now. <laughs> I'm trying to, oh. trying to, I'm like posting on Twitter and I'm like, maybe I should sign up on a dating app to post this to get people to call. Maybe, can you, can you post my switchboard phone number on one of your dating apps? <laughs> I don't have a dating app to be honest with you. Really? I thought you I, did. I uh, thought all the single people had dating apps these days. Not really. I mean, I used to be, but I don't know. I think some of them, well, like quite a few of them, they, they want you to pay for them. Oh, that's and, silly. Yeah. They should get enough ad want, sponsors for that. <laughs> yeah, I think some of them, they want you to pay and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I don't know. You know, they, they want you to pay, and I mean, I'm not the richest person on the planet, so. Me neither. I don't think no. many of us are right now, Jabari. <laughs> Sad but true. <laughs> I think yeah, most people true. can relate to that right now. <laughs> okay, so no, I'm no. going to actually dig for a single lady on Twitter here. Here we go. Single lady. Hey, well, you know, like – um. What's the acronym? What's the acronym I should use to find a single lady? Like on the internet, you know how like like TBH is to be honest. What would be like SL, like single ladies, SLS, like single lady seeking F- man, SLS man. Like how do y'all do these ter- acronyms? <laughs> Computer person, I guess. What SL for single female? I guess or. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I need to learn the lingo to help y'all better. I'm 44. So I... <laughs> you know. Well, if no one calls in, we do have some advice. This guy shared on Twitter for Jabari here. This is kind of interesting, guy to guy type advice. He wrote. Okay. Uh, Adam says, if I were a single young man seeking a wife. I'd get, he's already diving into seeking a wife. He says, I'd get deeply involved in my local church and then announce my search for a wife to the old ladies who run the various programs. Guaranteed, they know who else is looking and who to avoid. And being involved in the church means the old ladies don't want a scandal with a divorce. They're likely to steer you clear of any temporary marriage partners. Get them protective over you, and you're set. Then he says, get involved beyond just attending. Work the office or usher or join small groups or sing in the choir. Get involved so people know who you are and your values first. When the old lady starts saying, you're such a nice young man, why aren't you married? They're sniffing. <laughs> oh, and for heaven's sake, offer old ladies your arm as they walk in from their cars or out of the church. Number one, they won't fall and break a hip, so it's just good manners. And number two, this is time for them to ask you why aren't you married <laughs> to prod as old ladies do. As in, oh, as in he, He's got one last comment here. As in any traditional household, the real power of the community rests in the older women who run the show behind the scenes, who let others lead but keep the fires burning and the troops fed. Neglect this truth at your own peril and disappointment. Well, so what do you think, Jabari? Are you going to join a church and get deeply involved and hang out with the old lady so you can have them yeah. set you up with a single lady? Well, right now, I can't hang out with anybody, to be honest. 
God. Oh, that's true. You could do virtual. Yeah. Now, I've heard of going to church to find a single person, single lady. I've actually heard of that on more than one occasion, you know, which, you know, kind of works, but you kind of want to go to church for the right reason. But I've heard of that. I've heard don't go to a bar to look for a woman. I've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. So, you know, hmm. maybe everybody's kind of taking it easier today or something more. It's, you know, I was one of those, I'll find somebody one day, you know, that, you know, that right person shows up, they'll show up, you know. I kind of learned because right after I got divorced, I did just go out just trying to look for somebody. And mm-hmm. When you go out looking for someone, you're not going to show up, you know. You're not going to find somebody. You're yeah, like right now, happens. no ladies are calling in. <laughs> uh, that's no big deal, you know. You tried, and it could be that some people are, you know, resting, or some people are just watching TV or something like that, so. Yeah, I can't think, I don't think there's a award show tonight, you know, or uh, I guess that would, I guess there wouldn't be a award show because of quarantine, but sometimes they're they're, they're pre-recorded, but I know yesterday, like sometimes there's a big event on TV that everybody's watching, you know, like yesterday was together at home with Lady Gaga and all the different musicians, celebrities, that was, you know, I've, I was kind of skimmed through it, it looked pretty cool, I'll watch more of it later, Um yeah, so I know that was yesterday, but I can't think of anything going on tonight. Can you? Well, on TV? Uh, it's Sunday. And I just think a lot of people don't want to, you know, with all of this stuff going around. You know? Yeah, that's true. They're more hesitant to, to reach out. Yeah, because was that you that somebody, no, I think it was on Ross's podcast, uh, they mentioned that on the dating apps, when you first like turn on the dating app or whatever. I, I mean, I'm married, but you know, like when I listen to single friends talk or like Ross, Ross's, I can't remember. I think it was one of his co-hosts. But anyway, I think one of them said something about each of the dating apps right now have some some big like disclaimer. Like when you first turn it on, where at the front page says something like, "Don't meet up in person." You know, we only encourage you to to meet singles through you know phone or video. But for now, during the pandemic, stay at home orders don't you know don't meet in person right now, basically. Well, I think a lot of people understand that right I think some people might be, I wonder if some people are having first dates through Zoom, like virtual video dates. That would be interesting. Would you be open to that? If I actually found a single lady that was interested in a first date on Zoom, like a video chat, would you Would you do a first what? date via video? Uh, what is that? Well, Zoom is basically, um, it's basically like, you know, like on Face, I guess Facebook, like say you and I message each other, we have the option to either call or do video phone call through there. Well, Zoom is like a website where you can, you can do one-on-one or you can have several people like a chat where, you know, you can go on there and, and have videos. Like you actually can see and talk to each other through your phone or computer or whatever. Uh 
I'm just curious, because of the pandemic, would you actually be open to a first virtual date? Yeah, I've never done it, but... It'd be different for a first date. Yeah, see, what people do is, let's say, like, like, um... Like prom, okay, so like they didn't get through prom, but John Krasinski did this virtual prom on YouTube. So what happened was a lot of people dressed up, these seniors that already had their prom dresses, tuxedos, what have you. So what they did, this is just an example of like if you went on a date. So each of them dressed up, and then they got on Zoom, and then they hung out and like danced together, talked together, you know, all dressed up from their homes. So it was like a virtual prom. That kind of sounds pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. So, like, let's say you had a first date, then you would, let's say you could play some, you know, it would be almost the same, but not because you're not there in person. But let's say, like, you and the lady each have dinner together through Zoom. Like, so you could have, like, you know, a nice background thing with, like, a candles, (laughs) you know, candles and nice soft music going, and each of you have, like, a glass of wine, hold up to the the video chat screen, and (laughs) some nice lasagna. (laughs) I mean, I'm trying here for you. (laughs) What do you think? I've I've actually never tried that, or, you know, you know, I'm, you know, I've kind of really much heard of this virtual Zoom stuff until all this pandemic stuff, so. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I guess if you live in a different region of the country, that'll work, but, Mm -hmm. you know, like I said, I'm one of those, like I said, I'm not the most technical savvy person. I just now, you know, but. It'd be kind of worth a shot, I guess. Yeah, I mean, well, I, you know, I yeah, I what we could do is I, go I, ahead. <laughs> I got to ask my daughter. She more, she knows more about Zoom than I do, I guess. Yeah, well, I've been actually trying to set it up for my my birth mom, my bio mom. Like she was saying, her and her her girlfriends talked about doing a Zoom chat hangout themselves, but she said we're older, so we don't even know how to set it up. <laughs> I think I might actually have to set set it up and host host it for them through my own Zoom account. But what I could do for you, like I told her, I would do for her too, is I could. Um, <laughs> it would be kind of weird, especially if you're on a date. So I don't know about hosting yours, but I could at the very least. Um, show you how to set it up and and before I even show you how to set it up what I could do is I set my zoom account up so I could like set the meeting and then like send you the invite and and then you know it'll basically like send you a text message or email and it'll have the link and then you click on the link like let's say I set up a a meeting for you and me to hang out video chat like tomorrow at two o'clock for example and then I send you the link and then you click on it, and then you can see if it works from your phone or computer or whatever. Is it like an app or something? It It is an app. Um, you can use it as an app, or you can just use it like I just use it through my my browser on my desktop. But most people use it as an app on their phone. Okay. Or okay. iPad. But most people, yeah, most people I've heard can use it. The only problem I had is because my uh-huh. iPad and my phone are so old. You know, I have a and I have a very basic cell phone like one of those ba- very the most basic prepaid internet type phones that you can get so uh and i've had it for years now so it did say for me for zoom it said it was too my phone and my ipad were too old but my my ipad and my phone both are very old 
So my yeah. desktop, though, it worked no prop. So your phone's probably newer than mine. It probably would work. Well, mine's no phone, you know. I haven't updated. Yeah. You have a phone. Do you have a computer, like your own computer or to use or no? Like personal computer you can use or no? Well, I have. Um, I got my office computer. I mean. I'm I don't know if you want to use that computer for your virtual date. <laughs> you might not want to use your work computer. No. Well, we'll just have to test it out. I'll just have to send you the link and then see if it works on your phone. And it, it might make you download the app if you use it on your phone, I think. I'm not for sure, but probably. But I can set it up and then we'll just test it. I mean, eventually I'm a Try to get a laptop, I guess, or... Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people, what they're doing now, and I had mentioned this, too, like I sent the message to to our friends, Jen and Sean, because, like, that's why my my bio mom wanted to do the friends hangout. So since, like, us, like, our old college friends, like, group of our group, you know how, like, we would meet for dinner at a restaurant sometimes, like your birthday or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. So I thought, well, since we can't all be in person, maybe we we could do a zoom hangout just us friends sometimes. So it'd be another good incentive, you know, another reason for you to test it out and see if it would work on your phone. That's if you do a virtual of, date or not. That's one of the things where there's a, like a lot of people there. What's well, you, you choose, like say I'm the host, I can choose. Yeah. You can set like a, I think even a password. So, so yeah, you can choose like, I think you can, I forget how many people you can have up to. I'm, I think that's how the schools are doing it. I'm not sure. Online classes, I'm not sure. But my, um, I, I use it to to do my Zumba classes, you know, my gym teachers, since we're at home right now. And I've seen at least eight or more people on the video squares, you know, little squares of people. I think you, you can have even more people, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because I'm not getting, I'm not paying for the account. And I think there's are paid accounts. That's what Sean was trying to tell me the other day that there's, certain limits for the free account like so like if we did it what people are doing with the free accounts is you get like say the first half hour 30 minutes or 40 minutes free right so what you what they do is then they then they create a second a second link like if you want to talk more than 30 minutes you want to do a whole like let's say our friends like we wanted to talk for an hour so i would create two meetings from like say 8 to 8 30 8 30 to 9 and i would just give you all a second link so you'd have to join again like exit and then come back to the meeting well, with a new link invite. That's how people are using the free account. <laughs> well, I've never really thought about it, so. Yeah, no worries. Well, I'm sorry, y'all, that nobody called in, but you know what? Sometimes I get messages later, Jabari, so if I do hear from some single ladies interested later yeah. on, I will definitely let you know, and then maybe we can even set up a first virtual date on Zoom. We can get your Zoom hooked up on your phone, hopefully. Okay, no problem. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you go because I'm switching gears here in a couple of minutes to the next segment because I'm doing like four different topics tonight just to kind of change it up. So, well, okay. did you want to share? I'm switching gears to life update. Any life di- update you want to share real quick before you go? Not really. Just sitting here working, you know. Working oh, you're working from home now? Last time you were on my show, you weren't working from home. Which, you know, as crazy as it sounds, it's, it's okay. I mean, yeah, you you, you kind of have to, um, what's the word, you got to kind of 
what's the word I'm trying to think of. You gotta be, you gotta discipline yourself. Because, oh yeah, you definitely gotta be self-disciplined because I worked from home for yeah. you know a decade. <laughs> I know you really gotta be. Self-discipline because if not, like one day I get not like Friday, I've been mm-hmm. working and I got up and you know I went to the fridge and all uh-huh. of a sudden I, I sat down you know on the bed watching TV for like three or four minutes. I'm like oh crap, I gotta look sit and work. So. Oh wow. Yeah, it's different. You're not used to it. Yeah, and I mean, you do miss the camaraderie. You know, I miss, you know, playing basketball on Saturday with my friends. And I don't know Aww. what happened to them, you know. But, you know, you, you kind of, it kind of makes you feel like a loner at times. You know, with all this Working stuff. from home. Mm-hmm. You know, we're working from home, staying at home. You, you can't, you know, they don't want you to go visit anybody, you know. Right. You know, you know, my mom is my mom is asking to come down. I think, you know, walk to Ashley, I don't think have anything. You know, Dallas is kind of strict, as you know, but, you know. Oh, yes, yeah, very strict. Y'all are all mandated to wear masks now was the last update I saw. Because y'all have some of the, y'all are like the second worst county in Texas with the most deaths, COVID-19 deaths. In cases, yeah. that's the last I read. So, and then I'm Terry County next year, so they they usually follow protocol, but they haven't mandated our mask yet. But they probably will soon. I wouldn't doubt. So, so it was 19 people died today. Really? No, I'm just no, no, I didn't know. That's horrible. Oh, you're no, asking? I, no, I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't know if you misheard me, but I I don't I don't know the number today. I don't know the I don't know. Honestly, I, I just kind of didn't even watch the news the last couple of days at all. <laughs> well, I, think I only watch up to an hour at most per day if I watch it at all. I think a lot of people stop watching news because, you know. It's it's too difficult. It, it's difficult. It, it depresses you. It gets down. And, I mean. Yeah. We know we're in this for the long haul. We know. We know it's not. Right. It's Next week, or even maybe next month, that they're going to open up Dallas, most of the country. You know. Well, you're in Dallas County. Is that whole thing about uh, the governor, our our Texas Governor Abbott's, his uh, Governor Abbott's plan to reopen the state gradually, you know, with like starting April 24th, where they're going to let retail stores do curbside delivery only for their items? Is Dallas County actually doing that? Or is they. you know, because y'all are like a worst case scenario there, well, you know, we don't, work. Uh, we don't know yet. Basically, wow. Dallas, you know, basically in Dallas, like I said, they have to wear the mask, you know. And mm-hmm. once that happened, every mask that you can think of was gone. So, mm. you, wow. you know, well, we're doing like I did, and I made a homemade mask. I've got like, I cut out a couple of t shirts and you know, I cut the t-shirts out. And made Were they t-shirts home. that you no longer wore, I hope? Yeah, they're t-shirts. Oh, that's shirt. good. And was it easy yeah. for you to make them? I, all I did was I just cut the t-shirt in half. And when you go mm-hmm. out, you put it around the half and just tie it in the back end. So, yeah, you know I mean? I that's good. In the spot, you know, because it's strict shit time, but 
You know, if you got a word to go out, so be it. You know, then the problem is, here's the biggest problem. Number one, everybody can't afford a mask. Right. And even if you can, they're not there. Because no, like hand sanitizers. Yeah, masks and hand sanitizers are are nowhere to be bought here either. The yeah, toilet paper's yeah. finally been been able to find here and there, but the hand sanitizer, I don't know if I told you. I was told here at CVS Pharmacy, the pharmacist himself told me that when the when these hand sanitizers come in, like on the trucks, they automatically send them off to our hospitals. So that's why they're never in the stores on the shelves. Yeah, that's understandable. I mean, I think yeah, no, I understand. It's just interesting to find out why we never can buy hand sanitizer here. You know, it's like kind of weird and that. And then I was like, oh, that makes sense now, you know. So I just quit even yeah. looking for it because I was like, it's never going to be there for a bit of time. <laughs> but now the biggest thing, I can't find Or you can make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the biggest thing, I can't find paper towels all of a sudden. Now, yeah, and Kleenex. Yeah, I can find plenty of toilet paper now. But hmm. now I can't find a towel. And Isn't that weird? And the other thing, you know, the other thing I saw was the um, dishwasher soap. It's out everywhere, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, that's what people use if they can't find hand sanitizer or hand soap. They use dishwasher. Yeah, I had my old high school friend that's a truck driver, um, John. John Hurst is his name. He called in, I think, a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about the hand sanitizers being out. And he said, you want to know a secret? And I was like, what? And he goes, mouthwash. And I go, what? He goes, mouthwash pretty much does the same thing hand sanitizer does with killing the germs. So if you can't find hand sanitizer and you can't make it, you know, because even the items to make it are pretty much sold out everywhere too now. Um, he said actually use mouthwash on your on your hands if you feel like you really need a hand sanitizer effect. Well, I would have never known that. Oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't share. <laughs> yeah, right. Then we're not going to be able to mouthwash. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's a catch-22 because you want to share the knowledge and help others, but then next thing you know, you can't find it at the stores anymore either. Oh, no. <laughs> but in all honesty, you know, if something does it get me down every now and again, because... And one one of our Facebook friends put this on there that, you know, makes sense. Uh, and what you put is this, look, you know, we're in this together, and I know everybody freaks out because of their stuff. And here's the thing, the experts that are saying this stuff, even they're not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you can't hang on everything that experts say, but, you know. They said it like this. We're not going to open up today, or it's not going to be next week that we open up. It's going to be a while. But at the same time, you shouldn't freak out every time you walk into Kroger's or something. There's more than five people. Yeah, this is sort of what the, um, the Facebook post is. You know, when they made a point, this country's been to work. You know, the great depression. Mm-hmm. World War II and all that stuff, you know. This country, you know, 
than it is, it's going to be, and the world makes the world a lot worse. And, you know, my thing is, yeah, I think what it is, is I don't think a lot of people are used to this. You know? Yeah. Nobody, nobody's used to sitting at home and you can't even take the kids to a park or nothing like that. Nobody's used to it's weird. Yeah, I took a walk today. My body was just craving, craving sunlight so bad. Like, I was like, that's weird because I, you know, I've had to go to the grocery store to, or, you know, or do short walks here and there. But, you know, I think I mentioned to you last night we were talking on the phone, Jabari, how, you know, we'd had a lot of rain. And, and today it was just nice and sunny. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I have got to just get outside. So I took a walk and I thought I would just walk one block and I ended up walking a mile and we we do have a park not far from us where people play like um i forget what it's called uh frisbee disc golf or something like that you know well, i don't know something like that where you yeah well, yeah and so i walked to the park but i walked kind of like it's next to the golf course so i just walked like on the upper hill away from people and there weren't a lot of people honestly i mean there were a few groups of like families playing the golf frisbee golf but uh, yeah, it just felt good just to walk in the sunshine. I think that's what they're saying right now is like, you know, we understand people can't just be holed up in their house 24 mm-hmm. seven, mm-hmm. seven days a week. I understand that. You know, you got to get out somewhere. I mean, you will literally lose your mind and hold up in the house like that. Mm-hmm. Like 140 people, which makes sense right now. You know, and we do wish we, when we get back to normal, whenever that is, mm-hmm. you know, I think everybody appreciates, you know, you hope everybody appreciates life and what happens when it's taken away from you. And it's not, it's not fun at all. Just sit here and, you know, my daughter is virtually graduated, which means I probably have to tune in a video to watch her get her diploma and hope in June or July they actually, they, they're talking about June or July actually having a ceremony for mm-hmm. But I'm, I mean, if you look at it, I mean, it's kind of, if you kind of look at it, you look at it two points. Number one, it does suck. I mean, Mother's Day's coming up and, you know, my mom is still here, but my grandmother has dementia. My mom's been wanting to see my grandmother. Aww. You know, but there's a chance she might not. And there's a good chance she might not be able to see it this year. You know, and and Mother's Day, got graduation. You know, Memorial Day is coming up, so. That's right. Yeah, Mother's Day and the Memorial Day, both in May. And I'm wondering if the stay-at-home orders. You know, technically, that right now we're told in Texas that they're, you know, or, or each county, you know, where we live is, is like Tarrant County. I think Dallas County, both are through April 30th, but, but we don't even know, like, are the stay at home orders going to actually end after April 30th or are they going to extend it through May? Cause I've seen a lot of, Oh wait, are y'all through April 30th or they already extended well, yours? Cause most places have extended them through May. I have a feeling it's going to be extended. I, I do too. I'll be shocked if not. Isn't it? Isn't it a mixed message when you're being told, "Stay at home orders, stay at home orders," and then at the same time we're being told, "Oh, well, we're re- we're reopening the state gradually." Like it's so com- well, it's a conflicting message. Well, well, what they're saying is stay at home, and what they're trying to get people is okay, stay at home, stay at home, to where we can get this. Look, everybody wants the state open. Okay. 
Yeah, everybody, okay. Everybody wants to stay open. Everybody wants something form of normalcy. I mean, you look right now, you know, you know, besides this economy, people are losing their mind. People right. Want, people want some form of, you know, they don't want to be, you know, like I said, be stuck in the house 24-7. I mean, I don't care who you are. You will lose your gore doing that. I mean, and that's just how it is. You know, and everybody wants their normalcy in this, you know, and then you keep hearing stuff that you might not be normal. You know, they want to be normal when they get a vaccine. Well, here's the problem. They don't know when the vaccine. They keep saying a year. It might be 18 months. And even if we get a vaccine, it might not work 100%. And that's what scares people. When you see the experts say that, it's like, you, you're not going to tell people, well, for two years, you're going to live like this. You know, not for two years. You, you People will absolutely put the you-know-what out. You know, and people would absolutely lose their gourd if they had to lose like this for two years. And it will turn us into a third-world country. You know, when it comes to economy, I mean, mm-hmm. economy's already wrecked like that. I mean, it'll wreck it real bad. You know, mm-hmm. if they're talking about, well, we don't want to open until we get a vaccine, which, like I said, they don't know when that's going to be. They keep saying maybe the end of this year, which runs into school, or next year, which runs into. 2021, or even at the end of 2021. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're not going to tell 40 million people in the United States, you got to stay at home for then you're two, going on two years. You know, first of all, that's not emotionally, first of all, that's not economically possible. I right, mean, you're not, right. I could see that. You know, uh huh. That's not emotionally possible. You know, that's not, you know, you've already supposedly have, you know, people's health is good, is deteriorating because they can't work out. They have to stay in the house, and if they try to work out and get some exercise, they get chewed out to be in that time. Well, what are they supposed to do? <laughs> you know, you got to work out. I know I put on some weight since the stay at home thing is on. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm a cry, and I don't know, get out, you know, every now and then when I'm off work, I go to the store. And I'll walk to the store, which is like a mile away. That's good. You know, That's a so good I walk. Yeah, mile that. walk. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to walk to the store. Well, now i got to put this mask on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's mandated. Right. In Dallas County, right. Wow. Going. I don't know about going to the park. That one I don't know. Yeah, I was hesitant. I was hesitant. I wasn't I, sure, so okay. I walked to it, and I thought if I see too many people, I'm not gonna keep walking. I'll turn around. And when I when I walked in, I saw the people, but I had the option to walk kind of up high on this hill to the left, so I was never near anybody. You know, like it was pretty much from afar that I saw people, so it, it worked it, out pretty yeah, good. Try to avoid people and try to walk. You know, and I think yeah, everybody trying to, for the time being, and you know, you know, like. Um, I don't know if we can, if we have to wear masks at a park. I don't know that part. I know. If you I don't know because you would be outside, so hopefully you wouldn't have to. But I don't know. You know, it, you know, it, it's it's one of those situations. It's 
sucks, but you can you hope it does get better. And oh, I, definitely. And I, think it, I think it will get better. It's just going to take a while, and I guess this is one of somebody say this is a lesson. You know, I said, well, I don't think the whole world needed to learn a lesson. I mean, there's certain people, to be honest with you. But right. Kind of sucks, but you know, you kind of gotta look at the the goodness from it. You know, it will pass like everything else. Mm-hmm. You know, World War II forever it passed, and the Great Depression it passed, and the recession it passed, and nine eleven. I mean, people still think about it, but it passed. And this will, you know, you hope and pray that it'll pass, and you hope and pray that they do find a treatment or they find a vaccine. And you hope and pray that they get what they want, where they can isolate this thing and get it to where we can go back to normal. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, you know, you got to be optimistic. You know, and there was a point in time I was. I mean, I had a breakdown at work because I'm yeah, you're sounding a lot more positive. You were you were really negative and really down, like really down for a bit. I guess Time. Well, part of it, thinking about Sarah. Well, of course. I mean, she's a senior in high school, your daughter. That's understandable. But you do sound better. Yeah, she's about to graduate. She's a senior. And she's not going to be able to walk across the stage or see her friends. Hmm. You know, it's probably the last time her and the group will ever get together. And I yeah, that's hard. I, mm-hmm. I had a breakdown at work because I'm like, you know, it, it sucks that these kids have to pay for it, you know. And then you start thinking about the athletes, you know, senior athletes. They, you know, they wanted to play sports. They ain't going to play sports. You know, baseball mm-hmm. was supposed to start. These little kids that love little league baseball, they're not going to play this year. You know, they mm-hmm. might play ball ball, I guess, and we don't know if that's going to happen. We don't know if even football is going to happen. And I, you know, at that point, I wow. kind of lost it. Really, kind of lost it because I'm like, here it is. We got all this stuff, and everybody has to sacrifice because of some people didn't do their job. And I, you know, and I lost it for a little bit. And I guess I had to rant and vent because, you know, you think about Sarah, you think about my mom, and you think about everybody else, you know, that has to lose out. And I tell them I'm losing out too, you know. And, you mm-hmm. know, we're not the only ones in the world that's losing out, okay? We're not. Everybody right. else around the world is I mean, I mean, it's don't get me wrong. I I feel for you and it's terrible. But like you said, like everybody's everybody's going through something different. Like like in your scenario, you have a daughter, a senior in high school. It's, you know, and sadly missing a lot of things. Then then there's others that, you know, like me are trying to (laughs) get unemployment because I hardly have any work hours left or uh, but I'm not complaining because I'm one of the luck. I say I'm one of the lucky ones because knock on wood, I'm. I'm well, I'm healthy, you know, I feel for all these people that, that have lost someone or have someone in the hospital or, you know, or had, I, you know, the COVID-19, like, it's just, just so many different scenarios. And every time you turn around, there's someone else I know that, 
know somebody or, you know, it's either I know somebody has COVID-19 and family member or, or, you know, you know, or like every, every week, it's every week, it's more and more people like my boss's sister, my cousin, you know, it's just like, it just keeps increasing sadly. And I'm like, when is this going to stop? Every week, I don't yeah. want to keep hearing more people I know of that have it. I want to start hearing no people have it. You know, like, it just, that's what scares me right now. Well, that, that they always say, yeah, if you need more testing, that's the biggest reason. And, mm-hmm. you know, this, you know, I stopped watching news because it's depressing. You know, you don't want to hear when we got 100 more cases. Back then, we got 130 more cases. And then, which you know it's going to go up. And I think part of the reason you get upset is, like, why don't y'all tell them there's more testing? Like, if you have 50 yeah. and you test at 25, and then if you end up getting 100 tests and you test and there's 50, mm-hmm. you need to explain to everybody, hey, so one of the reasons why the numbers is up is to come to find out more people had it, and we was able to test them before it was too late. And gotcha. I they, they would say, hey, if we had a 1,000 tests and 150 people have well, mm-hmm. when we end up getting 3,000 tests, well, there's 300 people or the number goes up. Well, majority of the reason the number goes up is because of more testing. But sometimes gotcha. the news, and for what I heard, sometimes the news don't mention that. They just mentioned, well, we got this many cases. So it makes yeah. it look like once again, that everybody in Dallas is bebopping around, which I can tell uh-huh. you right now, there is nobody out. Nobody I out. Mean, mm-hmm. just, I mean, unless you're in the store, and mm-hmm. like I said, even before the thing, there was quite a few people walking around the store with masks, and everybody was avoiding people and all that stuff. Yeah, and, I walked from all today, and I only saw two two neighbors out they were each old ladies you know well one old lady one middle-aged lady that each were walking maybe they were had only gotten maybe three or four doors down just walking small steps from their from their homes just to get out and then there were probably three three families at most i saw at the park today you know because they had you know family of four here and there playing the the frisbee golf thing and i do wish the media like i said i don't watch the news that much yeah it's hard to watch the reason there's probably the biggest reason why there's probably more tests, more positive tests, uh huh. There's more testing. Gotcha. You don't mention, hey, we've got 134 more cases. You know, like, just mention that. And don't mention, hey, that they opened up two more testing sites. Uh huh. What's the first thing I was going to say? Well, people still out here, and I'm like, no, they're not. There's nowhere to go. I mean, there's seriously nowhere to go. I mean, right. I, did, I, I mean, I went and did my laundry this morning, mm-hmm. and I didn't get out. You know, of course, mm-hmm. it rained over there for like half of the, I'm going to say half a day, but it rained. And it was weird mm-hmm. because it just started pouring. Oh, wow. I mean, you can hear it pouring. It was hell, and then all of a sudden it stopped. Oh wow! We like, I think we only had sunshine here today. Wow! It was like a big patchy shower for like five minutes, and then it stopped. And then it stopped. Oh, weird! 
took raining off and on, you know, over here for a little bit, and I think it stopped in the front. When but, you do your know, laundry, when you do your laundry, is that is that in your apartment complex? The apartment complex has a laundry man. I don't have a laundry hookup, so I have a laundry. You know. So, so you go was, you go to your apart your apartment laundry mat. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and is. when you go, and when you go, like, or were the other people in there that are wearing masks, or like, how do you handle the laundromat situation now? Basically, when I go up in the morning, now there was uh-huh. no put my clothes in there, there was nobody in there. That's now, good. Now, when I went, when I went to pick my clothes up, there was like three or four people. Now, two was wearing masks. Oh and wow! There was one guy, yeah, there was one guy that was sitting waiting for a drive. Okay, and I had to pass him, but you know, mm. I, he didn't offer anything, and you know, you when you're in something like that, you you know, you kind of stay back, and I think everybody was like staying back away from each other and all that stuff, you know, the whole six feet apart. Yeah, that's good. Probably wants to, you know, ain't nobody in this apartment complex wanting to get each other sick. Trust me, because yeah, apartment, that's good. There's a lot of known old people. Aww. You know, there's quite a few old people. You know, there's quite a few, but there's also quite a few people that smoke, too. Oh, wow. You know, you know there was, you know, quite a few of them, quite a few of them smoke. And, you know, you know, when he was in there, you know, it's basically, it was like, it was an old guy, and I've known him for years, and he had a mask. And then there was another guy, and he, when I got there, he left, so there was like three people in there. And all hmm. the guy was doing, he was sitting, waiting on a, you know, waiting on a dryer or something like that. And mm-hmm. he didn't, he didn't cough or he didn't talk or anything, you know. And, and then you kind of also got to understand, it's still allergy season. Like I told you yesterday, it's still allergy season. And, um, you know, people, like I got bad allergies and I'll snort, you know, I'll snort every now and then myself. Cause I got allergies, you know. Yeah. And I, and I try not to cough, or if I cough, I'm gonna cough into my, you know. And I try not to cough or anything like that. Like I said, everybody's got allergies. Just because you cough doesn't mean you're sick, you know. It could be allergies, old and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. and, you, know, you know, so while it's a little scary and terrifying, you know. And he was just waiting on my drive, you know. Once I pulled my gotcha. Clothes, you know, that's what he was waiting on, and you know, he was wow. behind me. So, mm-hmm. so they, I had to walk past him, and he mm-hmm. didn't do that. He just sat there and I walked past him, put my clothes in there. So he was behind me. So if he did cough or anything, he was behind me. So. You know, even if I'm wearing like like I've had the bandana mask and then my birth mom's uh, yeah. friend, her my bio mom's friend Judy was so kind to to make my husband and me both masks that I can can wear. But yeah. um, but even even let's say I'm at the grocery store and I'm yeah. um, like wearing like I've been wearing the bandana mask, you know, and it's just so hard for me to breathe. Like I feel bad, but like I know it's hard for everyone to breathe through any tight mask you're wearing but you know since I had a fall when I was 17 I can't really breathe through my nose very much I mostly have to breathe through my mouth so it yeah. I've always struggled even like even like when I had to wear 
say, a mask, like when I had just a cough or bronchitis or go to a care now and wear a mask because of the coughing back there, like I would be begging them, please don't make me wear the mask. I can't breathe. I can't breathe, you know? So this is just scares the heck out of me because I'm like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Anyway, but I do it. And, and like, yeah. Because it does scare a lot of people. Because like I said, people have breathing problems. Like I have asthma. Yeah. You have asthma. Yeah. You know. But I have, I, the way I did it, I have a shirt, you know, that can, yeah, I can actually breathe through it. And, I, you, know, you know, I think with people that like me have asthma, I ain't going to lie. There's times I'm like, you know, you look at people when they cough and you look at people when they start, you know, snorting and all that stuff. And you're like, dude, you know, I wouldn't do that if I were you, you know. Right. Oh, and you know it does scare you a little bit, you know. Yeah, and like so, so like if I'm out and like at the you know like I've had to go to the grocery store get our groceries, and I don't say I even have the bandana mask on, and and I'm walking along in the store, which I know the stores are. Don't get me wrong, the stores are getting better about implementing guidelines. Like most of our stores here now have the one way only, um, you know, and six feet apart, all that, you know, the markers on the floors, like they've, they've done a good job. They have the plexiglass for the cashiers to, you know, faces be protected, the interaction. But like, if I'm in the store and even if I have the bandana or a regular mask on now and I'm walking along and some reason someone has to, you know, get by me. Like I actually try to be the only person on the aisle at each time, if any way possible, you know, (laughs) just to be on the safe side. But once in a while, you know how like someone walks by you, you know, like they're trying to get by or get to something else. So what I do is I immediately turn my head the other direction because I do not want my face facing their face at the same time. You know, and he didn't call. Yeah. He didn't. I heard, I think he spit, but Mm. He spit down. Oh my! You know, he's been. You know, like I said, allergies. You know, sometimes. Right. You know. know, Well, I always carry Kleenex too. Yeah, I carry Kleenex in case I have to cough or sneeze right now. That I have, and then I immediately throw it away. (laughs) The thing is, he coughed. Well, he didn't cough. He spit. Wow. He was behind. But he was behind me, and also, what? I wonder. I wonder if he dips. My brother like has a cup. He spits all the time because my brother dips. Oh, I wonder if the guy old. dips. He could be old. He's just old. Oh, okay. I get a fifties and sixties. He looks. I mean. Uh huh. You know. But he, I think he's. I don't know. Like I said, there's a lot of people out here smoke. Yeah. So, but yeah. whatever it is, I went. I didn't go back through there. I went the other way. I just. That's good. Behind, and I just went the other way. So, gotcha. What it is, it, it does make you scared. It makes you not trust people, which I don't yeah. like doing that. But you know, and I'm kind of like this. I don't think they're trying to get sick themselves. Like I said, he he's kind of older than I am. Right. Like I said, I guess. Quite a few but to my- be fair, the other scary part is not not that he's trying, but the other part that scares me. Is any of us could be sick and not even know it. Like when I'm out and the, and like that guy, that guy, let's say he is sick, but he just doesn't know it yet. You know, I mean, hopefully he's not and everything is good. But, you know, that's yeah. the other thing because the symptoms could show up later. But I'm hoping by now, like it's calmed down to that point, but I don't think it has yet. You know what I mean? I'm hoping it's calmed down to where 
where people won't we won't keep getting so many new cases and people won't won't like not know until later on you know whatever they say up to two weeks where you, you could be sick and not even show symptoms for two weeks till later then you're like oh i i didn't know i had this you know well there's, well, there's some people that show a little bit like this one lady she said she showed symptoms mm-hmm. but major so but what but it wasn't like major symptoms like you mm-hmm. know how some of them put people in the hospital and then some of them are like that you know it's like a mild case of the flu yeah so it's like it's so Gotcha. Oh, well, well, I didn't mean to take up your 30 minutes. I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine. So. No, no, I appreciate you sharing and life to update some more not. It's always good to catch up. And, and you know, it kind of helps the listeners get a perspective because you're in Dallas County, which is the second worst, you know, sadly, county with the most cases and deaths of COVID-19 in, in Texas. And I'm in, you know, Tarrant County next to your county. So, but we have different, you know, aspects going on, different perspectives. So, uh, no, no worries, but I'll I'll switch gears now. I think I have the next 30 minutes. I'm going to ask if anyone wants to call in and share any talents, like sing poetry, comedy, all that. And then and then after that, I'm going to read excerpts from books and let people call in, too, if they want to share, you know, their excerpts from read from their favorite books. And then and then I'll be done. So this thanks for helping this first hour fly by, Jabari. <laughs> and hopefully we'll still find you a single lady and get you set up on a first virtual date. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I just hope, I hope I don't have to host it though. That would be kind of awkward. Could you imagine? <laughs> like, yeah, now let's go on a first virtual date, but I can't figure out how to work it. So I'm going to have my friend Shell host it. <laughs> I'd be like the virtual waitress. <laughs> All right, Jabari. <laughs> okay, have a good night. Bye. All right, so we're switching gears. If y'all want to call in now and you have a talent, if you want to sing a song, play an instrument, uh, read a poem, do spoken word or poetry, uh, or just call and say hi and share what your talent is, uh, the phone number here is 516-387-1416. Again, 516-387-1416. You know, I think when we were talking earlier with Jamari, I think I forgot to announce the switchboard phone number. Maybe some single ladies would have called in if I'd remembered to do that. Sorry, Jabari. Uh, hopefully we can still find him a single lady. So if you are a single lady looking to date, even if virtually for now, by phone or video, if we can get Jabari set up on a first virtual date through Zoom, I think that'd be really fun. Um, let me know. He, is again, is 44 years old and single and 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 a good guy. Uh, just message me on Twitter at CoffeeTalkWC and let me know. All right. In the meantime, uh, I'm going to play a song. I haven't played, gosh, the longest I've ever hosted, I think, ever without playing a song, unless I've been doing an interview. All right. So we're going to have a lot of fun. We still got a whole hour to go. Uh, we'll play you some music. When I come back, I'll share, uh, I don't know, I guess I'll try to think what my talents are and hopefully some people call in and share your own talents because I don't think I have that many talents. And I karaoke, I don't sing, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> All right. Oh, maybe I could read a poem or something. I if I could find my poetry book. All right. I'll be right back. In the meantime, here's Stay a While by Bean, and I'll keep watching for your calls. 516-387-1416. Uh, for this next half hour, if you have a talent you'd like to call in and share, be part of the talent show, feel free to do so. 
Once again, that was Stay a While by Bean. You can check out her music and more on YouTube. Her full name is Noelle Bean, or if I find an artist named Bean. Um, she has a, some great music videos on there. I love the music video to Roller Coaster. Oh, there's a few more, but that's one of my – oh, Wildfire. That's my favorite music video of hers. Roller Coaster is a really good one, too. Uh, but I love all her music. She's got such a bubbly personality and a lot of fun music. She's got some you know melodies, too, and ballads and all, but – for the most part, they're they're upbeat like that. Really fun music to, songs to listen to. Um, so we still got almost an hour to go, 52 minutes to be exact. Uh, if you want to call in and say hello and share your talent, 516-387-1416, or read excerpts from your favorite books. I may switch gears kind of back and forth. Since I don't have much talent, I mean, I can just tell you what I do. I mean, I would be like giving motivational speeches. I'm an aspiring comedian, and I love to crochet. I'm actually going to teach crochet class, um, normally volunteer teach crochet to classes at the library, and our library sadly is closed, like many places right now, but thankfully I'm able to do it online, so they asked, and I gladly accepted and said, yes, I'll do it online, Um, and that is this Tuesday, so it's going to be a little different because I've only done one-on-one type crochet classes online before, so this will be my first time to do a group crochet class online through Zoom and all, so I'm a little nervous and really hope I do a good job. I haven't decided for sure. I like to give me the flexibility to decide what item and all that, but for now, I'm sticking with beginner level stuff, and the last class was a dish class, so I'm probably going to do a uh, simple short scarf, so I don't know. I'm kind of mixed emotions on that because I'm like, well, it's almost like spring, summertime now, but it's an easy item to teach and make. And I don't know, maybe, you know, I guess technically you could wear like a light scarf in spring and be cute and like as an accessory fashionable. But, you know, scarves are more popular, of course, than the and beanie hats like in 
the fall winter time or if I do teach them then at least they have something new to learn besides you know to make more than just dishcloth and they could start making them now and give them as gifts by Christmas time I don't know then I thought should I teach them how to crochet a mask but then I couldn't find a pattern for beginners and then I thought that's kind of sad because I think crochet class should be a fun time for them it's just two hours and I'm going to try to find some jokes just silly one-liner jokes about like knitting and crocheting um, to tell them during class you know just to kind of cheer them up and have a good time have fun so that's what I decided I was going to just teach them probably a simple short scarf and tell silly one-liner knit and crochet jokes although I don't know how to knit just to clarify I only know how to crochet but most of those jokes apply to both knitters and crocheters. So thought that would be fun to liven it up and the class online. And, uh, oh, a big shout-out, happy birthday shout-out to my Zumba teacher, Rosie. She just had a birthday this past week, and we've been doing, you know, online classes. I mentioned to Jabari earlier um, that has really helped me keep going and exercising besides walking. I, my, mostly what I do is Zumba classes through, you know, Zoom. Um, and Rosie and Carla each take turns. Rosie is Tuesday and Thursdays nights, and, and she also teaches us Pilates, um, like Zumba, back-to-back Zumba and Pilates an hour each class. And then Carla teaches Wednesday, excuse me, Wednesday night and Saturdays. So Rosie had a birthday on Thursday, and she canceled the Pilates class, which is so sweet. I was surprised she hosted any class. So what she did was she still kept our 6 p.m. Zumba class. And then for 7 o'clock Pilates, she actually uploaded a new video on her YouTube channel for Pilates and told us, you know, here, just go there to do it so we could stay in routine. I thought that was so sweet. Um, and I thought, wow, she's really nice to still teach any class on her birthday. So what I did was, I thought, no, it's not much, but I thought it would help cheer her up to have a birthday during quarantine and still teaching Zumba and all Um so what I did was I found this emoji coloring book here. I didn't have time to really color much of it, but I tore out this a couple of pages here and there. And one of them actually had like a cake and party hat. It was so cute, smiley face emoji. So I would put up these different emoji pictures to the to the screen after each song. You know, we take a, like a water break, and so I would I would put each picture emoji picture up. And I also started and ended with a sign that I wrote that you know just said the words happy birthday Rosie and she seemed to really like it she'd giggle every time it was really cute and said thanks so so you know even though it's not much you know we can find ways like that to just make the best of the situation and and be there for someone somehow some way if possible um and then for Mother's Day what I'm hoping to do so don't tell my bio mom I love to make wreaths I'm currently trying to start making my spring wreaths I'm a little behind i finally finished my Easter wreath and only had only started putting it on my door by Easter day. I'd hoped to put it on sooner, but I had been under the weather with the migraine and the vertigo. And then now I have an ear cyst and it was just like, I thought, I thought it was science infection. Now I know for sure it's ear infection that I'm fighting right now. And thankfully knock on wood, no fever still. Uh, I've been really trying to, you know, be on top of that. Um, anyway, so what I'm hoping to do is make a, um, a spring wreath for my door was like tulips and stuff and then crochet tulips and then I'm also hoping to make another wreath probably with flowers and butterflies and stuff and um, for Mother's Day and put it on my bio mom's front door and surprise her for Mother's Day so I think that'd be cool you know like I said before I don't know 
I know right now, last I heard for Tarrant County, we're on stay-at-home orders through April 30th. I don't know if it will be extended. I think there's a good chance from what I've been told that it will be through May. But I don't know. But I don't know. It's kind of confusing. Most places said we won't be really up to par until even June, July at this point. But then our governor has now announced about reopening our state gradually, starting with April 24th. Our retail stores that are able to can do curbside and like curbside pickup, like for example, Half Price Bookstore is a great example. And our library, they were both doing curbside, pick, call ahead, order the books, then drive by, you know, and, and stay in your car and they would bring you the books. So I guess that kind of concept, I don't know, and, and to go, uh, or delivery to go type retail items. So we'll see. I don't know, you know, if all retail items will be able to open, which ones will be open to do that or not. I don't know. I just really hope and pray we're not reopening too soon that's what scares me the most <laughs> but I understand we got to get the economy going I understand like I see both sides I have a lot of friends that are just more than ready to re- reopen everything I have a lot of like friends and family that are ready to or not ready that think they should completely stay the way it is right now and some of them have been, even asked for lockdown like complete lockdown I'm like whoa that would that to me would be even fright more frightening. At least I'm able to take a walk on my street, you know, to my park that's two, you know, a mile away, a couple blocks, a few blocks away, you know, or and still go to the grocery store. But I heard some countries are locked down where you can't leave your house at all, and if you're lucky, you know, the authorities will bring you food. But that just, ooh, that just scares me so bad. Um, cause, you know, I'm already claustrophobic, and I, I, I mean. Uh, so my husband, I said, we are very blessed to live in a house. Uh, he and I each have our own room to be able to work from home. I mean, there are some people that share an apartment, both trying to work from home right now in the same room. I mean, there's just so many scenarios going on right now. And I, like I told Jabari, I said, I, I feel for him, you know, having a, a daughter, senior in high school, that's missing out on all these opportunities. And then there's others that, that have lost loved ones due to COVID-19 or they themselves are fighting COVID-19 or, I just, you know, and then I'm just praying that I stay well, my husband stays well, you know, I'm just praying that my family, you know, my cousin's been sick, I'm praying that no one, you know, stays well, and my friends too, it's just, you know, it's just scary, it's just scary every time, like, I'm trying to stay positive and calm like Jabari, I'm glad to hear he's sounding better, but, you know, you can't help but feel that a little anxiety each time you have to go to the grocery store, because each time you have to get out, you're taking that that chance and hoping you don't get sick. Even with the mask on, it's still it's still that thought that oh my gosh, I hope I don't catch it. You know. Um, anyway, I need to cheer up. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah. Okay. Forty five minutes to go. I may go ahead and switch gears to the reading excerpts from the books in case anyone wants to call in and share their own favorite book excerpt so just like read a page or two i'm gonna read i have a couple of books here boy band by jacqueline e. smith and name drop by ross matthews and i want to share a bit of that so i'm going to play another song and when i come back i will read from those but if you have a talent too and want to call in and share music comedy poetry you know perform feel free to do that too no no worries plenty of time 516-387-1416 is the switchboard phone number once again call in and share your talent or read an excerpt from your favorite book, 
387-1416. Let me, I wish I had a song about reading or books right now. <laughs> um, you know, I think we'll play a song by Brandon Flippin. Give me just a moment here. And you can follow him on Twitter at Music. And if you ever want to send me topic suggestions, guest interview requests, or you're a single lady interested in and talking to my single friend Jafari, uh, tweet me anytime at Coffee Talk WC. In the meantime, let me find this beautiful song for y'all. It's called Seam by Brandon Flippin. Be right back.
That is just one of my favorite go-to songs. I call these, during quarantine right now, I call them go-to. I have a go-to food. My go-to food, my go-to snack food, whatever you want to call it, meal, is chocolate milk and eggs. My go-to song when I'm having a difficult day, my face is being challenged, is that song right there called Seam by Brandon Flippin. So that's my go-to song, and I just love it, and I hope you love it too. Again, Seam by Brandon Flippin. Uh, be flipping music on Twitter uh, or if you can't remember or want to message me anytime ask which artist was that or you know find their info or send me a hello message or topic suggestions guest interview requests anytime on Twitter again you can reach me at coffee talk WC on Twitter all right uh, 37 minutes to go watching the clock here so uh, appreciate each of you listening and a lot of you go back and listen later on you know on the iTunes or I'll listen, you know, if you still have an iPod like me, I love my iPod, one of my favorite items ever. And I can't believe they stopped making them because I think they're awesome. I, I don't know how people like, I really don't know how people listen to music through their cell phones. I don't get that. I mean, I do take pictures with my cell phone, but then I miss my, my digital camera. It broke and I miss it. And, <laughs> and, and like the iPod's just so cute and light and, it's just so much easier when you go for a walk and you want to listen to music like today, like I didn't use my iPod, but anyway, but you know, phones do are a one and all kind of deal. So I guess I kind of get it, but I don't know. I try to use my phones for mostly phone calls, but I do use them because of technology for, you know, work and stuff. But again, my, my cell phone isn't fancy either. It's very basic, but thankfully it gets the job done except for calls. I have to use speakerphone to have any normal phone call now because I think I dropped it too many times. I really do need to get a new phone. But anyway, we're changing gears again. Um, I shared what, I guess, what said what my talents would be. Crochet, aspiring comedian. Uh, I've done motivational speeches. That's kind of my niche. Um, very positive person. Most people at my former workplaces and now would tell you I'm the cheerleader at the company. And, you know, very positive and always like cheering people on kind of thing. Very supportive in a positive way. Uh, I've been through many difficult challenges and still remain positive, which is all of our challenge right now with, with the pandemic to do that. Okay. And it, and I know it's not easy. We're all human and it's okay. If, if you can't always stay positive. It's okay too. Like Jabari, you know, he was, um, he was really down and he's, he's starting to sound a lot better now, a lot more himself, more positive, like he normally would be. So, Call in. I would love to hear you read excerpts from your favorite books if you get a chance. Uh, if not, no worries. But if you do, I'd love to hear your beautiful voices before we wrap up tonight. 516-387-1416. Here we go. I've got a couple of books in front of me here. Boy Band by Jacqueline E. Smith. We'll start with and then Name Drop by Ross Matthews. And I don't want to read too much and give too much away, so I'll just read a little bit. We're going to start with Boy Band by Jacqueline E. Smith. I'll give you the premise. It's about a boy band. One of the guys in the boy band, um, this girl has a crush on him, and like they've known each other a long time, good friends, and then she likes him, and then, you know, he likes her back, and they date, and I don't want to give the whole story away, but it, it's interesting. It's really interesting to see what happens. Could you imagine dating a celebrity, any celebrity, but a boy band or a girl band? Could you imagine? Oh, my gosh. I, 
this is kind of funny looking back because I love musicians and I grew up playing music and I, I've always fantasized like even an aspiring comedian I would love to have a tour bus and, and go on tour one day and do the whole works but you know I fantasize like most of us like oh could you imagine what it'd be like to date a musician but when I was really young ironically when I was very very young my dream was to marry a pastor and my parents were so proud that did not happen. I married a good man, but I did not marry a pastor. <laughs> That's kind of funny because most people would dream of, you know, dating a rock star. <laughs> anyway, I was so young. It's so crazy to think back. Here we go. This is from chapter three. Again, I don't want to give it all away, so I'm just going to read an excerpt, a page or two. All right, so now you know the premise of boy band. There's always a bit of melodrama whenever one of the guys gets a new girlfriend. First, there's speculation. He'll be spotted chatting with her backstage, or maybe the paparazzi will catch them leaving a restaurant together. Fans will notice that he's paying her a little extra attention on Twitter, or maybe that he posted an extra friendly picture of them on Instagram. Then there's the debate. Are they just good friends? Are they dating casually? Is it all a publicity stunt? Did they have a one-night stand and now she's expecting his child and he's with her only because he has to be? Is it love? The most controversial part is when the fans split up into teams. They're either very, very super supportive of the couple, in which they, in which case they will welcome the new love interest with open arms and post on all their social media sites about how cute they are. Simply, they're not. When that's the case, the girl can at times be the target of online attacks, bullying, and gossip. Then, of course, there are the relationships that the tabloids and the gossip columns make up just because they can. Like a few days ago, when rumors were flying around about Sam dating Kelly, the reality star. It happens to all five of the guys all of the time. But for some reason, Sam's their main target. He's actually got something, a reputation for being a player, which is ridiculous because he's only had two real girlfriends in his life and neither lasted longer than a few months. The bottom line is when you date one of the guys, even if you're just reported to be dating one of them, you kind of become famous by default and not always in a positive way. It shouldn't be that way, but it is. Josh has always said that he has to like a girl a whole lot to deal with that kind of pressure and publicity. Fortunately for the guys, they're all still very young, and most fans understand that, yeah, they're going to be dating. They're cute, famous, successful, and could pretty much have any girl in the world. Of course, they're going to date. Unfortunately, not everyone is going to be happy about it. Joni, for example. Now, granted, she's unhappy for completely different reasons, seeing as her brother is the one who invited his girlfriend to set today. But it's still stirring up a bit of drama. When Joni doesn't approve of something, she makes sure that everyone knows it. If you don't agree with her, you're wrong and probably in for at least a few hours of passive-aggressive cold shouldering. Excuse me. Today, however, there's too much to get done for her to dwell on Corey and Tara for too long. All right, I don't want to read too much more giveaway, but that I thought that was great insight because... See how relevant that is? You could read that generally for pretty much any boy band or celebrity and the fans and social media. It was well, well written. Good job, Jackie. Jacqueline E. Smith is the author, boy band. That's actually the first book of three books. It's a series. And this first one of the three 
book series is scheduled to be a or soon to be a feature film. And you can go back in the archives and listen to my interview with the film director and as well as the author of Boy Band. Really, really good story. Um, half an hour to go. I'm going to play another song. When I come back, I will read an excerpt from Name Drop by Ross Matthews. I went to his book tour. It was actually my last social outing before the pandemic began. And Ross, I think it kind of worked out for him. He was on tour. He had about three-week hiatus after this show where he was here you know, in Dallas, Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. Did his tour and um, and literally literally went back home for three-week hiatus and hasn't left because of pandemic so you know his phone rescheduled later on the rest of his tour a few dates left so I'm glad that the timing worked out that he was already going home before he got stuck somewhere else you know it's like if you're stuck I'm glad he's stuck at home um okay let me find another song for y'all give me just a moment here let's find a fun upbeat song so I'm about to read from Ross Matthews and he's got the biggest lovely bubbly fun most fun personality. So I've got to find a good fun song for y'all. That is not easy to find. For, gosh, I wish I had the perfect song. And he loves music himself. So um, how about, hmm, I don't know. I don't have any old school songs offhand. So I think we may have to go technical or technical, <laughs> techno style here. So I'm going to play a song by Brandon Hilton. Here is Money on Love. Be right back. Enjoy. I put my money on love. 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 Got the houses in the cars, houses in the cars, cars. I put my money on Not a game, I never thought I'd fall But 
Once again, that's Money on Love by Brandon Hilton. You can find him on Facebook. Look up Brandon Hilton and check out House of Man on Etsy, his fashion line. And includes mini masks, by the way, really fashionable, nice masks that you can wear during this pandemic. Uh, 24 minutes to go. I'll keep watching the switchboard in case any of you want to call in also and share uh, an excerpt from your favorite book. 516-387-1416. Man, this is so difficult for me to cho- choose. There's Every chapter is pretty good. It focuses on different celebrity and name drop by Ross Matthews. Uh, it's called Name Drop. And it says the really good celebrity stories I usually only tell at happy hour. And I like who he dedicates the book to. He wrote... He dedicates the book, name drop to, says here, dedicated to everyone who never got to sit at the cool kids' table in the cafeteria. You can sit at my table anytime, but you have to share your tater tots. Aw, that's just so cute. Okay, I'm leaning towards Celine Dion's story, but I don't think it's as exciting as some of the others. But then I don't want to read too much because, you know, he has been on book tour and he will eventually reschedule and you know the postpone um rest of the tour dates most most fans may have read his book by now i don't know let's see let's see give me just a moment here find my spot in the book okay all right so i'm just gonna read this um my my favorite most favorite i think the fan favorite is the lady gaga story and the barbara walters story so check out name drop by ross matthews and definitely go to those two chapters my personal favorite is Chapter 10, The Big Brother Story. I think Celine Dion is a good story, but Big Brother is is my favorite. But there's just so much. That's why it's hard for me to narrow down because Big Brother Chapter is, is a lot because he, he writes about each of the, you know, house guests and everything, you know, has housemates, and there's just so many of them and just so much. So the big moment, of course, was him talking to Omarosa about the White House and President and all that stuff, so there's so much. I think to be fair, I will just read a little bit uh, from the Celine Dion chapter so that, you know, he didn't really talk about that when I saw him on book tour as much. Okay. So the Celine Dion, the Celine Dion stories chapter nine. And it starts with, oh, and there are recipes in here too, which is really awesome. He shares different recipes. He calls it recipes because his name's Ross. And it's so cute. So this one is uh, recipe is my artichoke will, heart will go on. Two large artichokes, olive oil, salt and pepper, one whole lemon, mayonnaise, and garlic chili sauce. So I don't want to read the instructions go further on that right now. <laughs> but it, this book will make you hungry. That's all I got to say is make sure you have, you know, make a grocery list of all the ingredients in the book before you even sit down to read the book because you're going to get hungry just reading his recipes in the midst of each chapter. Okay. Or the beginning of each chapter, I should say. All right, here we go. So again, this is the Celine Dion story excerpt chapter nine from name drop by Ross Matthews. I have a confession to make. Are you sitting? Okay, here we go. I never really got Celine Dion. I'm sorry. Back in the day, I would watch her on TV singing while constantly beating her chest. I mean, who does that? And think, what is wrong with her? She was was just too much, even for me. And I still can't figure out why she wore that backwards white tuxedo on the Oscars red carpet. Am I the only one who couldn't tell if she was coming or going? Oh, Ross, you always make me laugh. 
I know the status of my gay card should be downgraded from platinum to bronze, right? But don't worry, I eventually came around. The year was 2002, and I had just graduated from college. I was already on The Tonight Show, but like most recent college graduates, was still struggling financially and trying to figure out what I was going to do with the rest of my life. It was a weird time for me. Everywhere I went, I was recognized by people who had seen me on TV, but I hadn't landed a contract yet. So I was barely making enough money to pay $306, excuse me, I was barely making enough money to pay the $600 rent, 300, uh, 600, um, I don't know why I said 300, 600. Uh, let me start over. So I was barely making enough money to pay the $600 rent, tiny Los Angeles apartment in the worst part of town. I certainly didn't have extra money to do anything fun. So when the people from LA's Big Talk 40 radio station, 102.7 KISS FM, reached out and asked if I wanted to attend their big annual Wango Tango music festival and concert at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, I said yes, faster than you can say. Does it by any chance also include free food and an open bar? That year, Wango Tango featured iconic acts like Jessica Simpson, O-Town, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Nick Carter, you know, artists who have really stood the test of time. The big headliner, though, was Miss Celine Dion. The irony here is that when I heard she was set to perform, I literally rolled my eyes. Ugh, I thought, I'll stay to listen to O-Town's Liquid Dreams, but I'll go to the bathroom when Celine hits the stage and no doubt hit her uh, hit her chest again. <laughs> what a fool I was. The moment she walked on stage, I stood up to leave for my pre-planned bathroom trip and to maybe splurge on a churro. And then, as if on cue, Celine Dion opened her mouth, and what came out stopped me dead in my tracks. Suddenly, I no longer had to go to the restroom. I'm paraphrasing here. Nor did I have a hankering for that deep-fried cinnamon sugar-dusted delicacy. I didn't paraphrase that nice little, very description of his food (laughs) that he almost bought. I said they're dumbfounded. Slack-jawed, gobscamp. Scott Smack, excuse me, as a sound like I'd never heard before, echoed throughout the Rose Bowl. The voice of an angel, pure, original, strong, the real deal, he wrote in all caps, the real deal. I was shook. You guys, she was so good. A new day has come. Oh, I'm still getting off track, but that reminds me. I wish I could find my fan music video that I made of A New Day Has Come. On the, on the drive home, I stopped by the music store. Oh, I miss music stores. Heck, I miss any store right now. On the drive home, I stopped by the music store, and I really missed them all. This book really makes me think. All right, (laughs) on the drive home, I stopped by the music store to buy all her CDs. Just typing that makes me feel like an effing dinosaur and began my education in Celine 101. (laughs) And I guess I'm a dinosaur then because I still have CDs and a CD player in my car. Oh, Ross. I couldn't believe I had wasted so much time being distracted by her signature chest-bumping, incoherent rambling when she talked to the audience in awkward French-Canadian humor. Who cared? With a voice like that, I didn't care if she did Pilates on stage. (laughs) She was a gift to humankind. What's wrong with doing Pilates on stage? I like Pilates. Oh, Ross. After listening to... This is how I am at home. Anytime I read anything Ross writes, I tend to talk to him. I don't know why I do that. It's like like he can hear me. It's so funny. After listening to her entire music catalog, I was obsessed. Maybe when you sing as passionately as she did and with such gusto, your heart 
has a tendency to momentarily stop beating and you have to fist bump your own chest to start it back up again. <laughs> oh, Ross. Whatever the reason, I let it go and it even embraced her frequent and violent self-beatings. I knew I had to see her perform live again and this time I wanted no needed a whole concert. Cut to September of 2015. It's all coming back to me now. Celine had a residency at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas, and there was no way I was missing it. Now I'm going to get real with you about something, and warning, it's going to sound like I'm one of those people. It's going to sound tacky and opportunistic and douchey, and it is, but let me explain. Even at my level of fame, it's necessary to have a team of people around me making sure everything about Ross Matthews Industries works smoothly. I have an assistant, an agent, a manager, a lawyer, an accountant, and a publicist. As the hunky construction worker and the village people once said, it takes a village, people. Or is that Hillary Clinton? Either way, it's true. (laughs) As I was online one night Googling affordable Celine Dion tickets, something occurred to me. You have a publicist, dumb and dumb, I thought. Why not ask her to see if she can get you free tickets? Famous people do it all, all the time. Why shouldn't you at least try? The only risk is that you're not famous enough to be on Team Dion's radar. Big deal. So I emailed my publicist asking for two tickets. What? I didn't want to go all by myself, quote-unquote. I like how he intertwines her song titles in the chapter. Oh, side note. When my favorite bands and musicians come out with a new album, I challenge myself to come up with like a little story or paragraph you know, sentences to form a paragraph of with those song titles from their new album. So far, I've succeeded at it. Uh, <laughs> so I emailed my publicist asking for two tickets, what I didn't want to go all by myself. If there's one thing that I've learned from nearly two decades in show business, other than don't make eye contact with Madonna, is that you have to ask for what you want. No one's going to rub your feet or remove the yellow M&Ms from that enormous bowl in your dressing room if you don't ask them to. I'm totally kidding, honey. I like all colors of M&Ms. Oh, Lord. Oh, Ross, you cracked me up. To my utter surprise, my publicist emailed back the next day. Celine's people would love to give you tickets to come see the show and come backstage to take a picture with Celine. OMG, free seats, a meet and greet. This was better than I could have imagined. How had this happened? What was the process? I picture Celine sitting with her team at her diamond desk in her 24-karat gold office, looking at a list of celebrity requests and either approving them or denying them free tickets. The president? No, she'd exclaimed to her French-Canadian accent. Now, Justin Trudeau's hot. The prime minister? I would totally say yes to him. Just saying. So I think Celine Dion would say yes. But anyway, the president, no. <laughs> She'd exclaim in her French-Canadian accent while crossing his name off the list and once again dramatically thumping her chest out. The first man on the moon, no. Wendy the Snapple lady, is she even a thing anymore? Hell no. Then she gets to my name, Ross Matthews. <laughs> that pudgy gay with the lady voice. Oh, I love him. Yes, I insist that he see my show and come backstage to meet me. As sure as my name is Celine Dion, I demand to meet Ross Matthews. Bring him to me. Oh, Ross. This was going to be as big for her as it was for me. I was about to be in a picture with Celine Dion. I was going to look like the poster for Beauty and the Beast, but with two beauties and no beast. That's right, Ross. You are beautiful, Ross. So it was off to Las Vegas I went. I drove all night. 
Actually, that's not true. I took a 45-minute flight from Burbank, but she doesn't have a song called 45-minute flight from Burbank. Although if she did, I'm sure it'd be a hit. Elaine, if you're reading this, write that song. I brought my best friend Taya with me, and we were both on pins and needles. I mean, hello. We were about to meet the actual Celine Dion. I'll be honest with you. We even stopped for a couple of drinks before the show. I needed it. I'm not a professional, but I'm pretty sure even Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, would prescribe two glasses of champagne for a moment like this. Take two and call me in the morning with all the juicy details. Once we got to Caesar's Palace, I texted my contact at Team Dion. She got back right away. Get in the VIP line, and I'll be right out to grab you. VIP? This was going to ruin me for all other concerts. We lined up behind about 30 other people. Full disclosure, there are many things I will stand in line for. Cronut, several free Costco samples of boneless buffalo wings, and meeting Celine Dion. That's about it. To say I was nervous is like saying Magic Mike is just an okay movie. Oh, Ross is going to hate me. I don't like Magic Mike movie. A lot of you are probably going to hate me now. Please don't hate on me. I do not like the Magic Mike movies. I, I grew up with a friend that, that the first Magic Mike story focused on, like, that really happened to him, and he went down that, that awful downward spiral. So I do not like the movie, so don't give me a hard time. I don't like Magic Mike. Sorry to disappoint y'all. Sorry, Ross. I don't like Magic Mike. Anyway. To say I was nervous is like saying Magic Mike's just an okay movie. And just like the very first time I saw Magic Mike, my palms were now sweating and all sorts of exciting but terrifying feelings were vibrating throughout my body. I can only imagine this is what it's like when you're meeting the Queen of England. Do you curtsy, look at her feet, and bend at the waist? If you try to shake her hand, will you immediately be tackled by two beefy security guards right out of men in black and be wrestled to the ground? Before I could spend any more time overanalyzing it all, the lady from Team Dion came out. Okay, VIPs, please come this way. Then she came up to me. Ross, it's so great to meet you. We're all so excited you're here. We? We? We are so excited? Who did she mean? Her and her gay assistant? Her and the security guard at the door? Surely she couldn't possibly mean her and the one and only Celine Dion? OMG, maybe Celine actually did know who I was. My mind was running wild. Would she bring me up on stage and sing to me? If so, did she take requests? I'm not going to be picky, but I'd really love the power of love. But if she wants to do the equally appropriate when I need you while staring into my adoring eyes, that would be cool too. (laughs) The 30 other VIPs were escorted along with my bestie, Taya, and me into a hidden back area about the size of a doctor's waiting room, which seemed appropriate because I was about to have a heart attack. This is nice, I thought. Just then, the lady from Team Dion said, Okay, everybody, wait here. Ross, you two can come with me. This was getting so good. We were plucked from the others and brought down a deep, dark hallway that led to a glowing, soft light. This dark void with the light at the end of a tunnel made me briefly wonder whether I had actually died of a heart attack and was now crossing over (laughs) to the other side. It turned out... I was still very much alive, perhaps more alive than I had felt in years. I could feel a tangible electricity in the air. No, I wasn't dead, but I had traveled to heaven. A hidden room bathed in the most flattering lighting I had ever seen. The secret chamber was exactly 68.5 degrees and filled with some, with what seemed like 3,000 roses. Wow, that sounds gorgeous, Ross. The assistant gave us instructions. Stand right 
on that mark on the floor, and Miss Dion will be here momentarily. It was just me, Taya, the roses, and a man with a camera. Then I heard the unmistakable clip-clop of expensive high heels coming down the hallway, and suddenly a door opened. There she was, Celine Dion, looking absolutely gorgeous, her hair flowing, her skin glowing. She looked up as she walked toward me. What's she going to say? What do I say? Should I bring up the weather? Politics? Maybe dinner after the show? But before I could say anything, Celine took the reins. Without making eye contact with either of us, she casually chirped, Hi, folks! Like clockwork, she abruptly took her mark between the two of us and looked up at the man with the camera and smiled her dazzling smile. Click! Then Celine clapped her hands, turned around, and said as she walked away, Enjoy the show! And that was it. It was like the first time I had sex. An eternity of anticipation and excitement, followed by three seconds of awkward bliss and an anticlimactic ending. And I was thrilled both times. <laughs> Look, I don't need to be Celine Dion's best friend, and not every celebrity story is going to end like a fairy tale where the famous person and I end up bonding and touch forever and ever. I got a picture of the legend, and I couldn't be happier. In the photo we took that day, you can see how excited I was to meet her. Celine gave me that moment. She didn't have to do that. And right after that at her show, as I sat in my free front row seats, she gave me the chills. What else could a boy want? And that's the way it is. Aww. That's actually, I read my least favorite chapter because I didn't want to ruin the other chapters that he may may read, which I think all chapters are great, but if I had a rank on my... I shared that one because I think he's less likely to share that one on book tour. Again, I think the fan favorites are Lady Gaga and Barbara Walters' stories, the chapters in his book. And my absolute favorite is the Big Brother story, Chapter 10, because I'm a huge Big Brother fan. And by the way, for the record, I've shared this a few times before, and I meant to tell Ross when I saw him at the book tour, and I'm so mad that I have never gotten this message to him. So, Ross, I've got to get this message to him, so I need to, like, record this and send it to him. Ross Matthews, I want to say thank you and no thanks because of you. I began watching Big Brother. I never watched Big Brother until whatever season it was with Gina Marie and Aaron, the most controversial season at the time, until this last season it became now the most controversial. But anyway, the first season I ever watched, Turned out to be the first season he did not watch. I wanted to compare notes. I was so excited. I watched the into it. And at the end of the season, I reached out and was like, hey, what'd you think? Let's compare notes. And he was like, oh, I didn't watch it. And I'm like, so you talk and talk about Big Brother all the time. And then the first season, I finally gave in and watched it. He did not watch. Okay. So that made me so mad. But I kept watching and watching. And then guess what happened? Then they came up with Celebrity Big Brother, which they've done in other countries, you know, like England and stuff. But they they did it here in the UK, but they did it here in the US. Guess who was on season one of the US version of Celebrity Big Brother? That's right, Ross Matthews himself. So, Ross, thank you and no thank you for getting me hooked on Big Brother. <laughs> so mad at you. Like, I try so hard not to watch it. And I get lured in it every season. I say, I'm not going to watch it this season. Nope, no more, no more. 
And then they announced Celebrity Big Brother, Ross Matthews. And I'm like, I have to watch it now. Like, you know, every season I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to watch Big Brother anymore. And I end up watching Big Brother every time. Every time. I love that show too much. So that is my absolute favorite chapter in the book. Personally, for me, is Big the Big Brother Story, Chapter 10. Scout Name Drop by Ross Matthews. Go to his website, helloross.com. And you can find his podcast, Straight Talk with Ross. You can find his name drop book also his first book man up uh and lots more fun stuff or just follow him on twitter hello ross tell him shell said hi and that she's mad at him for getting her hooked on big brother <laughs> all right four minutes to go we'll play a song as we wind down this is glamour zombie by brandon hilton and i appreciate each of you staying tuned and, and listening to the segment of coffee talk with shell tonight don't forget to say hello send me your topic suggestions guest interview requests all that good stuff and more to to me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. Be right back. Grandma's zombie. 
Try a few different things, reading excerpts from, from books, trying to do a little dating segment. So if you are a single lady interested in my 44-year-old single friend, Jabari, let me know. Um, <laughs> and if you, you know, if there was one segment you'd like me to do a whole tour on, like whether you want me to do like open mic or talent show night or, um, you know, or book club. Oh, that reminds me, book club. I wanted to officially announce that. I would like to start a book club, and I would like for it to be the Boy Band series, starting with Boy Band by Jacqueline E. Smith. Actually, we're going to do two books at the same time, and name drop by Ross Matthews. The other reason why I chose both of these to read Club, Coffee Talk with Shell Book Club, officially announcing, um, I'll give you, I guess, at least the first couple of weeks to read Name Drop by Ross Matthews, and then the next couple of weeks after that to read Boy Band by Jacqueline E. Smith, because that one's probably going to you know, lead us into her other two books because it's a whole series. So let's start with Ross Matthews' book first, and then we'll go and dive into the book series, Boy Band series, after that. So go to HelloRoss.com and order an e-book or a hard copy book, and I would love for us to do a book club discussion later on. Um, yeah, so I'm encouraging each of you. I need to officially post that I'm doing book club and that the first book will be name-dropped by Russ Matthews, and then we can all have a fun book discussion in a couple of weeks. So today's the 19th, so how about we all read it between now and uh, and then on Sunday, May 3rd. That's not Mother's Day, right? No. Uh, yeah, Sunday, May 3rd. We can have all y'all call in and share what you thought of the book and stuff. And if you've already read it like me, read it again if you got time, or or get a copy for your friend or I really want to donate a copy to my library. I think that would be awesome. To uh, I don't know. If, I want to ask Ross because I don't want to hurt his book sales. I don't know. Does that help or hurt when you donate books to your library? I don't know. I need to ask about that because I think that would be really cool if, if he's cool with that. All right. So uh, don't forget, say hello and send me your topic suggestions and guest requests on coffee, uh, on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. Reach out to me anytime that way. 
and uh, C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C at Coffee Talk WC. Best way to reach me. Um, my info's on there. Patreon, same is the same, patreon.com forward slash Coffee Talk WC. Can you believe I've set up my Zoom and my Cash App for the first time? Oh, and TikTok. I'm trying to catch up with all y'all. There's so, so much. So uh, tips are accepted through Cash App or PayPal. Uh, just go to my Twitter, and, and if not, no worries, too. And um, and I even have a P.O. box. So, yeah, just go to my Twitter. You can find all my my info on there pretty much. Um, I guess that's it. So best way to reach me or find me and find all my info is on, on Twitter, Coffee Talk WC. All right, uh, at Coffee Talk WC, excuse me. Okay, I have to go. I'm like three minutes over time now. All right, so wishing each of you to stay safe and well during this pandemic and all. Um, be there for each other as best as you can. Make the best of each situation, whether it's like me cro- teaching a crochet class online, doing Zumba classes online. Um, definitely try to get some sunlight and exercise if you can. Eat well, sleep well if you can. Listen to music. Watch comedy. I've been really good about watching comedy, especially before you go to sleep at night. Don't watch too much news. And love on your your family and friends, even if it's through the phone and your pets, give them extra love and attention. And it's funny. I think dogs love having us home and the cats don't <laughs> from what I've seen. I, I'm allergic to cats, sadly, but they are so independent from what I've seen. But my dog is really loving us being home all the time, which is nice. So Prescott sends his love and hugs to each of you and wishes all of you a possum week. All right. Good night and prayers. This is Shell signing off for now.